Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 159 of Robots on Typewriters. 159, not prime. You know why? Because 9 and 15 are three numbers, as I just said. If you get it, you get it. Three numbers. (laughs) Get it? Good. Uh, This is a very special episode of Robots on Typewriters because it's episode three of season two. Yeah. No, it's not. It It is episode two of season two. It's episode two of season three. <laughs> yeah, episode correct. two of season two, and that means it's the first time we've uh, we're going to be starting the new tradition of having every other episode for a while. We hope have a guest. <laughs> we have a guest. Yes, we have I, where, the oh my God. the unofficial third member of Robots on Typewriters, the person who's been on the most other than either of us, and Jack. Uh, no, well, he's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rude. <laughs> Unfortunately, fortunately, depending on where you are aligned as a fan of this show, uh, it is the triumphant return of Dr. Lee Michael Harry Clark. Dr. Lee Michael Harry Clark, welcome back to the show. Why, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. I was wondering whether Lee is the most uh, qualified and highly educated person to be on this show, but I <laughs> guess not, because Janelle Shane also has yeah, a PhD. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, feel, yeah. And it makes me more comfortable to say that Janelle Shane is like a serious PhD, and Lee is like a fun PhD. <laughs> a, a silly PhD. The weird I just thing, happen though, to have a PhD, right? Yeah. But the weird thing is you have you like a You didn't even actually do anything one. to get it, right? You just like woke up one day and had it. He was, yeah, born with it. Uh, no, the weird thing I was thinking about was that, like, we've had, like, very educated people on this show. Like, Matt was on this show. He's in grad school for astrophysics. Janelle (laughs) Shane, PhD in some kind of physics-y, science-y topic. Uh, but neither of them are super in the computational creativity field, whereas Lee, not that he exactly is, but definitely more so than either of them, so... Somehow, it's true, our, at least academically, yes. Our, academically is what we call him, yes. <laughs> uh, somehow he's our most topic-relevant uh, guest as far as doctors go. And he always brings us the most uh, astute uh, contributions, usually. Uh, really kind of respectable uh, uh, stuff in nature, right? Yeah, I mean, I've never gotten a complaint from anyone that listens to this show. Never that, gotten like, an I HR have, complaint. I've never, <laughs> I've never gotten a complaint like, I have kids that I listen with, or even a complaint <laughs> that's just, I have kids. Um, but I feel like if, <laughs> if Justin, we had I listeners have kids, like that, please fix it. <laughs> if we did have listeners that had that complaint, I feel like they wouldn't be so comfortable listening with their kids to Lee episodes. But, it's true. Uh, you know, we don't have the listeners like that. Fortunately, unfortunately. Fortunately, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we. Uh, what? What exactly is so you're talking uh, what all exactly about? Exactly, is Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking all about this. Uh, this. This stuff that we talk about, computational creativity. But why? Why are we talking about that here? What is this? Uh, and is it my turn to say that? Uh, I think it might be my turn, but okay. I, I won't handle the why are we talking about it point. That's that's existential. I don't know. Why, oh. why, why talk about anything? True. Uh, but computational creativity. You guys just want to hang out, actually? Yeah, fuck this whole podcast shit. Uh, computational creativity is making things that are creative or humorous or artistic with a computer, with the help of a computer, using computers, algorithms, AI, machine learning. Uh, not so machine learning. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> random number generators using those to enhance human creativity and make 
new things that we wouldn't have been able to make without them, or even tricking those sorts of computers into being creative on their own. On this show, we have two segments, Mm -hmm. one of which is called the Zesty Hat, where we highlight some computational creativity from around the internet. And in the other segment, the Trashy Toy, we play a computationally creative game, sometimes of our own creation, sometimes games that we find elsewhere online. Uh, and we, we explore computational creativity in that way. And this week, the Zesty Hat, because we have a guest, because Lee's here, um, I think it's just going to be more talking about what we do for work. <laughs> but you do have something exciting coming up that I assume you're going to discuss yeah, bit, right, I this mean, summer. If, you're, if, if you, dear listener, have been a, a listener for long, you probably realize it's that time of year again. It's time for Cooey 2022. Ooh. It's it's great to have Lee around uh, when the Cooey season is kicking off because Lee was one of the founders of Cooey, one of the original general chairs and one of the uh, steering committee members of Cooey. Yeah. I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but maybe we have in the past when we've had you on. But Lee, how exactly did you come to create Cooey? Like, how, how did that come about? And what, like, why and why? 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 Why, is the question. Why? Why did you do this to us? Why did you do it? I'm now a published author. Why did you inflict gooey on the world, Lee? <laughs> well, when I joined as a postdoc in Dublin with Dr. Benjamin Cowan, future guest, I hope. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope. We initially planned to run a one-day workshop with a bunch of academics, a bunch of industry people to talk about at the time was like the emerging technologies of conversational user interfaces. Although I don't think we called it that for a long time. We had to settle on a name that sounded kind of fun to see. Hence, Cooey, mm-hmm. conversational user interfaces. And I think me and Ben, maybe over a cup of tea, possibly over a couple of Guinness, oh. said, uh, should, should we just make a conference? Should we just start a conference series? That could be fun. That would definitely be a lot of work because it's been like in academic workshops for years, so like people like, and I'm gonna butcher his surname, but Cosmo Montianu from Toronto has been doing workshops probably since 2012, I guess, when I was a wee bairn, just uh, graduating from my linguistics degree. And we thought, why not bring all these people together into one place since this kind of technology is not going away. It didn't seem to be like it was going away and it's definitely not with all the kind of billions of devices we and have. And so you put together this conference to try to put a stop to it once and for all. That's it. Because it would not go away, yeah. And unfortunately, it just keeps growing and growing. Yeah. And yeah, this year we will be in Glasgow. Sunny Glasgow, Sunny Glasgow. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, for for those of the audience that maybe aren't in the academic world, like what is the, I want to really impart the significance of like making a conference instead of just like, so you, you contrasted it with hosting a workshop and... Uh, I'll, I'll give my own experience that I've found, you know, if you go to a workshop, that's maybe an hour to maybe it's a few hours, maybe it's like a half day thing where you just hang out with people, um, talk about a specific topic, maybe you try to make something or uh, design some new uh, idea or come up with something that you want to work on for the next few months together. Um, but that's that's the entirety of a workshop, whereas a conference is a lot bigger than that. That's like forcing people to like do homework, basically, <laughs> that it's like a multiple day event where people show off research that they did uh, on this topic, but like that they did 
they might have been engaged in for months or years uh, that they can now showcase at, at this thing. So was, was your experience of putting together an actual conference? Um, I know you, you vaguely said, you know, it was a lot of work. Was it pretty materially different than just getting people together for a workshop normally is? Oh, yeah. Workshops much more laid back. I mean, it just involved like plenty of work in terms of you know, getting the people to write up a proposal, getting the right participants, getting the right organizers. Then a workshop is situated usually within a conference. So the conference involves, you know, you've got to get all the peer reviews together. So having a program committee, the academics and industry practitioners who will review papers, trying to badger people to actually submit to the conference. Because when it was in its first year, um, people could think, well, I don't know what this is, so why should I submit to it? So we have to make sure the papers are kind of archived in a reputable academic source, which they were and still are. Then we have to organize the venue as well, organize things like catering, depending on the numbers that come in, open up registration systems. So um, a whole lot of admin, but luckily we had a lot of people in the lab, including yourself, Justin, um, oh, putting in a lot of there. hours to uh, to make it happen. Yeah, what, yeah. Is that, what is that process of like convincing <laughs> of, people? Of like working like... with Justin, what is that like? <laughs> That sounds horrible. <laughs> now, what is that process of convincing people like, hey, you've been working on, you know, you've been, I don't know, making people talk to Siri for the last year. Uh, and like your much of your career is hanging in the balance of uh, whether people care about you talking to Siri, but you should trust us to showcase it to the world. Like, what is that process of telling people publish this paper that you've been working so hard at and like present that work? here at this unknown thing at this at this cooey or like give us free uh free labor give us some time where you're gonna read these papers and review them and decide if they're any good like was this just a series of calling in favors with like everyone that you uh everyone who did and did not owe you a favor or is there oh, like this is a lot of cold emailing with a template hi x dear I'm sir Lee. or madam <laughs> yeah I'm a postdoc with Ben Cowan. Uh, I know you've been doing this for a long time. We're thinking about setting up a conference. So we have a potentially premier venue for conversational user interfaces. Um, would you be interested in taking part? I mean, it depends on like the, the people we ask. Some people we want to be part of, say, the steering committee, so that who kind of oversee the whole conference and engage with people who organize it from year to year. Other people we want to act as organizers, be this... We want you in charge of certain papers and ensure the reviews come in on time to find reviewers. Other people, we need to organize the social aspects. So I think Phil was probably, Phil Doyle from Dublin was probably the one who was in charge of that in 2019. And then as well, we want guest speakers. So we have to do again, either some cold emails or some more warm emails or tepid <laughs> and say, Hello, been a while. Yeah. Just Dear wondering sir if you'd or like madam, to you look great today. <laughs> Have you lost weight? Version. Yeah. So it's a lot of that, and then just kind of gauging the enthusiasm from the, I guess, the wider research community. Luckily, there was lots. There was, um, because lots of people have already done their, I guess, kind of isolated workshops at different conferences. They agreed, yeah, it would be nice to get to one singular venue, get everyone together and try and push this as a recognized conference. And luckily we had lots of people putting in, like you said, their time um, voluntarily 
who were definitely not paid for this. And it's uh, thrived ever since. And now we're in the, the fourth year in yeah. sunny Yeah, it felt Glasgow. like a good handful of people the first time who were like, uh, oh, thank God, I've been trying to get these like one-off like workshop things going for like the last two decades and they never go anywhere. So at least someone else is taking up the mantle now. <laughs> yeah, they seem to pass from person to person. Like some conferences would see that, oh, well, they already did a workshop last year and someone else is submitting one. So we'll just go for these people. And we thought, let's get all of them into into one venue. And then at the same time, running lots of workshops at different conferences to promote kind of conversational user interface research, but also the community and the conference itself. And I can't wait. I can't wait. What are you looking forward to for specifically KUI 2022? Well, it's the first time since the first one in Dublin that it's in person. We had two virtual ones. Yeah over the past couple of years. So there's lots of people I haven't seen in potentially three years in person who I look forward to reconnect with. But also there's new researchers, maybe like um, early career researchers or new PhD students or even master's students who would be attending. And you know they'll hopefully be leading and organizing conferences in the future. So it's great to get to know both the kind of cooey veterans, as it were, mm-hmm. and the new people coming in because yeah. they're the ones we hope will kind of take charge of the conference and see it right in the next. Yeah, find those young researchers years. while they're not jaded <laughs> yet and convince yeah. <laughs> them like, hey, why don't you host this and do all the work next time? <laughs> yeah. I'm also excited by uh, there's a couple of new little cooey changes that are relevant to this podcast. So if you're a longtime listener to this podcast, you might know that uh, Allison and me and sometimes Lee or sometimes Phil uh, or sometimes just the two of us <laughs> have gone those are the three off. Options. And, yeah, those are all options of uh, groups that include both me and Allison. <laughs> um, we each year try to write a Robots on Typewriters uh, cooey paper. This year, uh, sh- you know, shit was busy. I don't know. We didn't write one. <laughs> nah. uh, but part of the motivating reason that I didn't feel like writing an extra one, I was I was writing a few extra other CUI-related papers. Uh, but this was the first year that... So CUI provocation papers, when Lee and Ben invented them, were brilliant. They were two pages long. Um, <laughs> it meant you could, you could and I would just write off about 10 of them and see what <laughs> happened. Um, but I think it became, when it was that low of a time investment to write one, that the, maybe the quality was about as low as I'm describing. <laughs> uh, because the following couple of years, it became like, 2,000 words, which is still roughly like two to four pages. And then this year it became 3,000 words, which is, which is more like six pages. Uh, it's all becoming rather serious and academic. It's not really the sort of thing I like <laughs> at my serious academic conference. Um, it didn't sound fun anymore. <laughs> but lucky for us, there is a new fun track, and that is the special interest groups. Yeah. So this year they're doing, as Lee said, a lot of times there's like a workshop at a conference. There's like a little like, uh, here's a niche topic that we should all, that like anyone who's really interested in this niche at this conference should get together and talk about or work on something. And the three of us might uh, run a little uh, niche workshop yeah. thingy on uh, computational creativity with Kuis, basically. It would be very fun. Running like a workshop is something that Justin and I have wanted to do for a, a long time and hope that we at have some point so in the future. Many, yeah, <laughs> we'll be so able many to do drafted it, like, up little ideas. Yeah. 
I almost said we, hopefully in the future we'll be able to do it on purpose, but what I meant was in person. <laughs> and on purpose. And We've on done purpose, so many accidental yeah. workshops yeah. over the years. <laughs> yeah, so that's one of the big changes that I'm I'm looking forward to. There's, there's SIGs, the special interest groups. Oh, I, I also was wondering for Lee in terms of the history of KUI uh, as a conference. Um, I know both you and uh, our our supervisor mutually when we were in Dublin, still my supervisor, you've moved on to greener pastures. Uh, you and Ben have both primarily been working on speech technologies, so stuff like Siri, Alexa, um, in-car speech technology in, in some of your work. Um, and I was wondering if when you guys made Cooey the conference, you saw it as a speech technology conference, or if you did have this uh, broader view of what a CUI included, because I know a lot of the work, especially even the stuff me and Allison have submitted, is actually about like chatbots or about like GPT-3. I think initially because both of our research areas were primarily in speech, we did want to do a speech-based conference, but we found it a bit too narrow. There's already some places where there's lots of chatbot research going on in terms of like workshops and you just couldn't come up with a good uh, acronym for speech only right <laughs> yeah it's not quite the same as cooey Sui. <laughs> and we thought well why not broaden it up because we knew plenty of people who do work with chatbots anyway and you know it's a bit more much older field you can argue i, I don't really know i'm just saying you could argue one could argue it's an older field. It's a good way to make a claim without actually making a claim. Yeah. <laughs> so one could argue that it was an older field and why be exclusive just to speech? I guess there's another side of it as well in terms of inclusivity because um, conversational user interfaces, if they're speech-based, then you know not all people can interact with them for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And it's more inclusive to include chatbots as well under the umbrella term of conversational user interfaces. And I think you know there's a lot of overlapping things in terms of research that's being undertaken and theoretical concepts. So I think anything from taken from psycholinguistics, concepts of trust, uh, concepts of accessibility, some of them kind of overlap quite strongly with chatbots and speech interfaces. And yeah, obviously, the, the final thing was it made for a fantastic initialism. So um, that really sealed the deal. Um, <laughs> TM pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm not, workshop. I'm not the one who said it. Uh, that that was not a random joke, just for Allison's explanation. The the workshop that GUI was based off of did not have a good acronym at all. It was like measuring theoretical and methodological something 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 and it, it, it combined later on as me and lee discovered to be mtm pussy yeah why okay. did we not figure that out until after it was accepted um we thought well we can't change it now we might as well roll with it hopefully so luckily they cleaned up the acronym by the time the actual conference became a thing <laughs> I think the other really exciting thing about Kui is, and I'll, I think this will be maybe near the end of us talking about Kui, but uh, the the other really exciting thing that's pretty new is that it's now ACM sponsored. So that means like Kui is just gonna go on forever. Like it, it belongs. It, it's like <laughs> sponsored by the uh, America or the Association for Computing Machinery, like the biggest uh, computer science um, professional organization in in the world. So. 
When you say it will go on forever, I, these I feel like this is a thing I don't understand about like academia and conferences. So like it will go uh, <laughs> it will go on forever because like but like if nobody if nobody organized it it wouldn't sure, happen. Well, yeah, right? it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> magically happen. That's well, I, I didn't know if it would be like then ACM like now will always make it happen because. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the ACM will probably try to help uh, help okay. Kui World people keep making it happen, but I think the main thing is that it's now like <laughs> underwritten that like Got you're not it, just yeah. taking a huge uh, financial risk of Got trying it. to host it. Okay, okay. Uh, that now there's a professional organization saying like, yeah, we we are taking responsibility for all okay. the, all that side of it. Uh, so you'll cool. only feel financially at risk to us that if right. you deliver a stinker then you'll owe us money gives it a nice sense of like legitimacy as well yeah um, yeah could you explain because i don't know if, if i fully grasp what the importance of getting acm sponsored is so anything I mean, they, you could tell me about that would be good they provide lots of help in terms of um various platforms that they use so the the way papers get reviewed Currently, it's not using the best platform, and it's very messy. <laughs> it's possibly messy. using the worst one. Yes, yeah. so we'll get access to that. The same with like registration systems as well. Um, rather than having to use, say, like a certain university who's hosting its platform, we can use something that the ACM are paying for instead, um, which is great. And then just like having that name, people will think, oh, well, if it's an ACM conference, then... I'm more likely to publish. There's been conferences going on for a long time. I won't name them, but have not got this kind of badge of legitimacy or the sponsorship. And I think the um, the ACM, I think they want to capitalize on Kui's like a decade and a half ago when it was maybe becoming a thing, but I think they don't want to miss out a second time. Yeah, I, I think we'll get more people attending, more people submitting as a result. And the steering committee who will engage with ACM and then the organizers of each year will also be in charge of making sure that we find organizers organizers <laughs> um, for each year and kind of doing some more cold emailing. That skill really has flourished over the past couple of years. And, you know, some conferences have had years where they haven't had an actual conference or really struggled. And part of our job is to make sure that keeps on going. Part of your job is to make sure those people keep not getting to have their conference. You just show up and <laughs> yeah. ruin their lives. <laughs> so, um, you know, Alison could be general chair in a few years. I'm planning um, on it, yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. We could probably rent out, like, the Barclays Center and uh, just post it. <laughs> For right sure. There. Yeah, fill the Barclays Center with, like, I don't know how many people attend Cooey, Like, Good idea. Fill <laughs> the Barclays Center. Get on it. <laughs> He booked yeah, out he, a restaurant in Dublin. I'm sure he can book out a large arena in Brooklyn. Yeah, uh, no problem. Sure. Yeah, we had maybe like uh, 300-ish attendees max. That's probably the right number to book yeah, out. Yeah, I feel like that's the max that the Barclays Center can hold, right? We might need to go up to like uh, City Field, the the big the Met Stadium. Mm -hmm. So, or yeah, if we'll if see. Barclays Center doesn't work out, we can probably use the my Target that I go to across the street, right? I think Ooh, that there's a Whole Foods there too. There is not. Oh, well, yes. that's where that's... Uh, Trader Joe's. No. Oh, Different well, target. <laughs> There's a stop and shop, so that can be overflow. Ooh, okay. I'm just thinking yeah. of where we can have dinner. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, the stop and shop for yeah, sure. Conference yeah. dinner at stop and shop. Perfect. <laughs> it, honestly, what what we could do is we could do like a chopped uh if we're going to a grocery store, we stop, could do like shop, a chopped and chop. uh, uh, yeah, stop and shop chopped <laughs> mom and pop. We could uh go yeah, we could do like an um AI generated chopped competition and then we could just bring everybody back to my place. I can probably hold like 12 people here tops, I think. <laughs> chopped, do they all have tops? to be tops or? Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, first come, first serve. Your rules. Yeah, yeah. It's my house, my rules, and I definitely qualify. I'm sure. (laughs) All right. Well, great. Sounds like (laughs) sounds like Kui 2023 will be in sunny Brooklyn. Yeah, love it. Put me down for a ticket. Um, I have. I do have one last Kui World related question for Lee, and this is uh, robots on typewriters related. Um, and this is, I, maybe I should have told you, I would ask you something. Uh, it's not like, it's not super personal or anything. I don't know. You're not going to lose your job over this of all things, but like, what do you, do you, what's, what's the future looking like for Kui's? Like is, uh, when you see things like GPT-3 and, uh, even more, uh, sketchy large language models being used for things, uh, for, for all sorts of purposes, do you think we're we're heading down a good path with Kui's? Do you think we're we're heading towards the the light side or the dark side? What's what's going on? Oh, I think we're a bit of a bit of a tightrope. I think this is why we need places like the Kui Conference to do research on these things. We've had we had a workshop earlier this year on the ethics of Kui's, for example, which I think will only keep being more salient as these language models become more complex and ridiculous. Um, there are other organizations, so one I'm a part of is the Open Voice Network, whose aim is to create voice worthy of user trust. I think I said that right. Ooh. So there are a lot of people from industry and a few from academia like myself who have weekly meetings. I'm part of the ethics, oh, I'm gonna say it wrong, ethical use task force. Um, the can, can you tell it emerged from the US? Um, and we meet weekly. We um, we've been putting together some draft guidelines for you know how to create ethical, at least voice interfaces. So this doesn't deal with chatbots, but deals with the voice element at least. And I think it's up to organisations like that, researchers like ourselves, um, to explore these you topics. You and Allison, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Allison will be uh, right on it. No, I think it's exciting. Like, there's no shortage of research areas to explore, which is great if you're going to do a PhD in this space <laughs> because there's just loads and loads of papers to get to grips with and find the kind of merging research questions. You say that as if you're about to say, like, and if you're looking to do a PhD, I have spots open, but, like, you have one foot out of academia. I'm still a PhD student, and, <laughs> and Allison works for the newspaper, so... <laughs> Don't contact any of us if you're interested. I work for but... the papes. Uh, contact Ben instead. Trying to trying to develop a um a, a voice that garners user trust. I assume the it's modeled after your voice, Lee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't the it most be? trustworthy of voices? Yeah. I, um, I, that's, uh, that's why I asked. As long yeah. as you don't pay attention to the content that comes out of my mouth, the voice <laughs> itself the could be perceived as um, yeah. trustworthy. I yeah. think so, yeah. People have said maybe we should start using your voice, but this is usually um, people who aren't British. British mm. people would say, not a chance. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially those pesky Southerners. <laughs> well, I I am excited to, to hear that uh, 
you know, there is a, a positive side of all of this. There is people, uh, there is, there, there do be people working on ethics and, and all that there sort of There do be uh, people working on stuff. ethics. And it really turns out that, like, Allison hosting Kui 2023 is our one vanguard against Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> taking over uh, all of Western society. So yeah. get on that, Allison. I'm on it. Yeah. Don't worry right. about it. Cool. Barclays Center 2023. See yeah. you there. And if you Barclays need a Center trustworthy voice to um to announce anything you let me know i will uh, put be so like much Michael trust. Buffer, like let's get ready to cooey and now fighting out of the alexa corner alexa <laughs> well that's the zesty hat thank you for uh subjecting yourself to this interrogation <laughs> anything you said will be it. used against you in a court of law i could get fired for many reasons so it's fine this is somehow yeah this is easily the most like uh professional like l- least likely to be fired for things you've said on this podcast oh so. i'm sure it's about to get worse <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i was gonna wait. say let's ruin that now let's yeah. play some ai dungeon yeah so um, this is exciting because uh, lee has not played ai dungeon to our knowledge yeah. No, I've, I've played the dadding game version oh, one and yes, two, I think. that's right. And dadding game. Oh my God, we should have I... had you on for Father's Day. It's coming up. Hey, there's always uh, We time. can retcon this into a Father's Day episode, can't we? We could. Yeah. We certainly could. We, well, well, we, yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Mm, we we could have Phil on for, for Father's for Day. This... He's a dad. Oh, you know what? A father nice. is for life, not just for Father's Day. So there's always time for dadding game. Dadding um, day, whatever it was. <laughs> so here's our question here. We are going to play a, a, a multiplayer game of AI Dungeon. So all three of us are going to operate our own characters on our own end. Um, the question is what kind of story we want to tell because we could do a custom prompt to start out. Um, also, just if you haven't heard this podcast before, um, AI Dungeon is a um, text-based adventure game that is um, that runs using GPT-3 uh, to um, generate uh, 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 you know further actions in response to your actions and and words and, and not not yeah there's a lot of words but I mean your words you know you, things that you and your character say and uh, we are going to be playing that here. So do we want? to do a um justin and i have been doing a couple of stories recently where we ourselves justin and allison are characters which sometimes gets a little funky um so we could do something like that where the three of us are actually embarking on an adventure or we could create brand new characters with something like npc generator or something like that but lee what kind of story are you interested in telling today i mean we've had so many classics it just reminds me of the last one about Going to the burlesque show. I was, yeah, we, we were talking about the burlesque situation, which it, it, I was trying to remember details, which I believe what it was was that you and I, Lee, were, um, we had a history as a burlesque act. Um, I don't remember much. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if. Big. I wonder if we could fold that history into the future of uh, Kui and write the story of oh, Kui 2023 live in New York. At the Barclays Center, okay. At the Barclays yes. Center, the first <laughs> ever uh, conversational user interfaces conference slash burlesque show. Okay, so we could okay we could start with something like that. Like it, it's like the you know the first night of or the or the last night. I don't know when you usually do the big social thing at an academic conference. Um, and the big social event is kind of surrounding 
during our burlesque act uh, that we've roped. Justin, well, I guess this is up to you. Do you do you want to be in the act or do you want to be kind of supporting the I act? I do not want to be in I don't. I will not support it. I oh, will not okay. be in it. You're just I, in the... I will attend. I okay. will be a, 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 a pedestrian, I almost said. A that's pedestrian. You can walk around. Right. Oh, this burlesque show is very pedestrian. Oh, this I will, will be, be a, anything a pedestrian, pedestrian audience though. member. Okay. Uh, I, I'm starting to write the prompt on my oh, okay. side, so I can cool. send you Please uh, do. I was a link yeah. and a code as soon as I have it written. Link and a code. It's 2023, and Kui 2023, the Conversational User Interfaces Conference, is being hosted by Allison and Lee, who are general chairs, but also the entertainment. Lee and Allison are reviving their burlesque act tonight to entertain the assorted academics and tech industry employees. Justin is in attendance, whether he wants to be or not, because he's presenting a paper at the conference. Allison is hoping her first time hosting an event and and even at the Barclays Center goes well, while Lee is hoping that this burlesque show doesn't get him (laughs) fired. You are backstage with a small entourage of bodyguards and assistants. The latter of which are dressed in the same uniform as you. You are unsure what to wear. <laughs> okay, wait, okay. So I assume this final line was was inserted by AI Dungeon itself, correct? Uh, yeah, that whole final paragraph. <laughs> everything so, about being backstage. Yeah, so this is interesting. Um, there are, like, there's already several very interesting factors here. First of all, we have an entourage of bodyguards and assistants. Mm. Um... You know, I guess we we are a pretty famous act, so it's 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 necessary. Um, and the assistants are the assistants are like all... backup dancers, or like... well, yeah, that's what I think because they're all dressed in the same uniform as us, which you it's know I believe costume. is a risque, yeah. Um, but we were unsure what to wear. <laughs> we could talk about that a little bit. Why don't we? We could start. You know, the, the show hasn't started yet, so we could just if you want if we want to say something about our. You know, I'll 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 say something to begin with about our our costumes. I'll put this in here. I say, Lee, do you think we went too skimpy with these costumes? The room is full of your colleagues. Well, the men, anyway. Allison chuckles. How should I know? I'm just a burlesque performer. Um, when it says you, I, you know, I feel like we usually just go with the most logical person. So, Lee, you can take that line. I'm just a user interface engineer. <laughs> um... So I, yeah, I think I, I'm taking an interesting perspective here, uh, saying that only the men in the room are your colleagues, and any women who work in this field are uh, do not qualify. Hey, um, that's an outdated critique of Ben. By 2023, all of his PhD <laughs> students and postdocs are women. Maybe I should um, say something to respond. I Absolutely, feel like you're, um, yeah. you're you're putting yourself down here. <laughs> I think um, I want to say the following: We're all engineers here. <laughs> engineers. Of pleasure. Oh boy, <laughs> that's what the act is called. Oh yes. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we get. Of course, if we go too skimpy, we'll lose the men. Allison says. Well, if we go too skimpy, we'll lose the men in the room. <laughs> I say. Such a good point. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Justin, how are you feeling about now? We can we can cut to the audience. You were waiting for the curtain to open. The curtain um, on the Barclays Center uh, <laughs> basketball field or whatever it is. Boom, 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 boom. boom. 
Yeah, it's a basketball field, they call it. Um, <laughs> and there's just a big curtain that the runs the perimeter. Pitch, yeah. <laughs> it's a big round circle of a curtain, like around a bathtub. Yeah. Um, Should we be so getting out our are... basketball rackets for this? Yes, for sure. Make a big uh, basketball racket with this act. What am I thinking or or saying or wondering. I'm gonna I'm gonna think to myself in the crowd. Okay. Uh, Justin wonders if the show is going to involve any audience participation. Shuddering at the thought. I like the little uh, little running man who indicates that you did something. <laughs> oh, he disappeared. Oh no, he's still there. Who's you? I don't think so. I <laughs> guess I say. Oh no, maybe that's you guys. Uh, yeah, we're popping out from the curtain. You know, we have like just our, our face. You can hear out of the me curtain. wondering. Yeah, you're wondering so loud. I don't think so, you say. I think we're just going to take it slow. Oh, okay. I was just worried they wouldn't be able to tell what we were up to. Oh, honey, they're going to be able to tell what we're up to. <laughs> so we can, we, can we not tell what the audience are up to? Are uh, we getting fired up? I mean, we could see. Uh, here, why don't we do this? Here, I'll do a, a story thing. The audience at this point is rapturously chanting, engineers of pleasure, trying to get you guys to draw the curtain. <laughs> Allison and Lee poke, out, poke their heads out to see how the audience is feeling. They are thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, GPT. <laughs> Thanks. Um, wh well, wh maybe we need to get the... The, the show started. Um, I mean, should should I um should I g them up a little bit? Some kind oh, of like yeah. warm up with the microphone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Should I say? Um, I mean, this engineer's a pleasure is uh is going quite well. Maybe I can incorporate that into something. Measure my usability. <laughs> Let's see. Are you ready for your pleasure to be engineered? <laughs> this is the whole crowd speaking in unison. I assume. I, I am when you are. are. Well. It's Get me into these costumes. You I follow the women back into the hotel's dressing room area where they begin to change. This is somehow shaping up to be a very sexist event. We, we're assuming that only the men in the audience are, 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 are professionals and we've just taken all the women to become part of the, the burlesque show. But I like that it's not too sexist that you said you'll lose the man if it's too skimpy. Right, it. yeah. They're respectable. The men, men are very, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I should be following them back for a good reason and not just because I want to ogle them in yeah. their um, new costumes. <laughs> well, no, they're, they're going to become part of the show. That's true. I want to make sure They're dressing like Alexa, like Echo Dots. No, nothing skimpy. <laughs> Um, I, I I was I simultaneously imagined the like it being like a thing that hangs down like around the waist in a in a circle or if it's like you become like the person becomes like the shape of a Dairy Queen Dilly bar like how 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 is the costume of the Echo Dot oriented do you think? Um, no, I think it's definitely uh, <laughs> it's definitely not the Dilly bar one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lee, do you do you know what a dilly do? You, is this a thing that exists in the? Does Dairy Queen no. exist anywhere? Dilly bar. Oh, no. I see. <laughs> it's got a certain um, aesthetic. Yeah, it's like a big old echo dot. If I do say so myself. Yeah, it was like it's like something else. But um... <laughs> what? are you looking at the right dilly bar? What is it? <laughs> 
Oh, Dilly. Yeah, which body part Dilly. does this look like? Oh, what are I you put, talking about? <laughs> I put in the wrong word here. Maybe should I mean should we um be in, insisting upon what they're wearing, dressing like uh, this Dilly bar or Well, I feel like the show thing? is about to start. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we have much time. I feel like we need to get the show on the road. Oh, Just uh, I'm surprised he went all the we way have... back to the hotel dressing room area <laughs> for this. Don't we have people like we have bodyguards on bodyguards and assistants on assistants to to do this for us? Maybe I should not be following them back. I've yeah, got no, I maybe I'll catch you and be like, Lee, we go on in five minutes. Please, please, I need reminder. <laughs> Time is of the essence when we're engineering pleasure. Allison catches Lee and says, Lee, we don't have time for this. The show starts in two minutes. Oh, I am being presented with a choice. Oh, we all see the choice. I know. Ooh. Lee, since this is you responding, feel free to pick one. <laughs> I know, I'm almost ready. But you're not. We have to go on stage in like a minute. I'll be ready when I'm ready. A diva. <laughs> diva um, to the end. Why don't we? Because I I do want this show to begin. Yeah, so I'm gonna open the curtain. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the curtain opens and the burlesque show begins. Oh, we have another choice here. Um, it's just like a, a Justin <laughs> audience. I feel like yeah, the the second one seems to wrap it up a little bit too much. So why don't we yeah pick the first and that's uh. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I hit the wrong one. <laughs> the curtain opens and the burlesque show begins. It's quite good, very entertaining, and involves a fair bit of audience participation. Afterwards, the men are applauding vigorously. <laughs> that was great, great job, fantastic. <laughs> one man calls out, even though it sounded like three different exclamations. <laughs> Justin, how do you uh, how did you feel about the first number? Justin says, "Encore. <laughs> let's see another number, but sexier." Uh, this is a far cry from your uh, uh, concerned uh, feelings before. <laughs> of over. course, your ladies say, <laughs> "My ladies." <laughs> they dress and change while you change your outfit and head to the stage. The crowd is <laughs> cheering for you as you head up the steps. Justin's oh, like, no. make it sexier, and then hops up on stage. <laughs> while changing outfits. Uh, Justin, are you are you inserting yourself into the show now? Are you number Looks number like two? Oh, maybe Justin was a plan all along. He I was mean, always going to get involved. That's I mean, that's what I thought, but he was so acting like he was so against it, so I didn't he's, think he, he was going to do so it. He's so into the role that he forgets. Yeah. That he was actually uh, our manager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually the entertainment chair, so I take this role very <laughs> seriously. I'm hoping GPT will tell me what I'm wearing. Yeah. Justin they poses on stage so everyone can admire his outfit, which is... Oh, and then it gives me two choices. Oh, you've got to pick the first one. Please click correctly. Oh, yes. You take the stage with a large smile on your face. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the innovators of the 21st century, the UI dancers. The, the crowd, crowd goes, goes wild. wild. <laughs> the UI dancers is so This sounds is this the Echo Dot girls? <laughs> yes, the the formerly known as the Dilly Bars. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna say. Okay. Are we are we performing with them at this point? Um, gonna... Yeah, probably right. Or is this a kind of like interstitial act there where there's like there there where just... Justin is the only one on stage. <laughs> well, no, I, the the girls are coming on. Hang on. I think it's like be warming up the crowd before the engineers appear. 
yeah, get the UI dancers there to get everyone, uh, to whet everyone's appetite before their pleasure can be engineered. <laughs> a retinue of dancers dresses Echo Dots come on stage and start their dance number with Justin. They twirl around and around and around as he directs them towards you and Lee. Allison and Lee come up next, taking a bow on stage before beginning their performance. <laughs> now, what do we want to do? We don't want to, like, give them the, our big number straight away. No, gotta, no, that's for the them. end. Um, I yeah. like the innovative technique of bowing before you begin. Yeah, we're, very we're the innovators of the 21st century. We'd like to be unprofessional at Kui, even though we're hosting a burlesque show. Yeah. I feel like I should be doing something. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I can't go straight for the cod piece. I think that's the, the finale, right? Yeah. Go for like a haddock piece to start. Maybe I can do something simple and just take you by my hand. No, you take me by take your you hand. Take you by my hand. I, I <laughs> get, I am taken by Allison's hand. <laughs> Uh, this is an academic <laughs> conference. Are we really going to introduce the passive voice? <laughs> <laughs> taken by your I hands. I take Allison's hands. <laughs> <laughs> One takes. <laughs> One might consider taking, um, depending on prior literature. I'm really loving imagining like just 300 people sitting in like the closest seats of the Barclays Center. <laughs> just... 300 academics. Yeah. Lee presents Allison to the center stage wearing her iconic feather boa. He takes it upon himself to wrap it around him academically. The dance duo begin to flounce and prance, gyrating their hips seductively. The boa is practically shaking as Lee tosses it around as a cape. Why is the boa shaking? <laughs> it could be se- sentient. It could be a cooey. I like that you're flouncing and prancing, but not yeah. mincing. <laughs> oh, that's for the final act. That's when we mince. Let me here. I'll, I'll follow it up with the next uh, the next steps. You put your left foot in. You put <laughs> your left foot out. <laughs> I don't know how to describe the thing I'm thinking of. It's probably not worth saying. I can't even describe these dance moves. <laughs> They're beyond words. The Echo Dot dancers surround them to hide Allison and Lee while they make their costume quick change on stage. The audience is in absolute rapture, cheering at the pair as they put on their new outfits. Allison is sporting a feather boa, and Lee has wrapped a cape around him. So we changed from a feather boa and a cape to a feather boa and a cape. So it's very a impressive. Feather boa and as a cape, a I'm wearing an actual oh. cape. So we transformed exactly. the feather boa into a cape and then created a new feather boa out of nowhere. That's true. Justin, how are you? Oh wait, Justin, are you on stage with us? Um, yeah, you, I guess I'm still there. What are you doing at this point? Are you yeah, what are you doing? Dancing or? Uh, <laughs> would you like to do something? Justin remembers that he's on stage too and joins the action. <laughs> Your bodyguards leave the stage, leaving you there alone on center stage. You turn to face the audience and begin to do a seductive dance. So the spotlight's on Justin now while we go do it. I'm going to let GPT keep going with this one. I forget that we can do that. Yeah, if you don't type anything, if you just hit enter, GPT just keeps on going. Oh. Oh. Oh, boy. You slowly start to lift your top to reveal your cleavage, enticing the crowd further. You then drop your top to reveal you are completely topless. (laughs) You're topless under that top? (laughs) 
Who knew? I mean, the audience is gasping at this point. Oh my yeah. god. He's made um, of flesh. <laughs> He's got the body shape of a dilly bar. <laughs> <laughs> and not the one I was looking at. Um, the body I, uh, color of the inside of a dilly bar. Man, yeah, I feel like this is the, the big finale of Justin's number, which is probably leading up to us coming on for our final, for our finale, right? Yeah, we must be about to uh, engineer some pleasure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Justin, do you maybe want to announce us? <laughs> do you do you want to do yeah. the, the honors of announcing the engineers of pleasure for the fu- the finale? Thing is, in five years' time, people will know when Justin's topless. Oh, all right, here we go. Uh, suddenly, you're covered on for the finale. <laughs> That's the signal. Justin says, "Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for." Allison and Lee, the engineers of pleasure. Allison and Lee come out next, dancing seductively and revealing outfits that reveal quite a bit of skin. They entice the crowd in their own dance routine. I want to let it go, and, and I, I wanted to see if it will give us some of that dance routine. Yeah, I want to know. Does what that part this mean is. you've enticed the crowd to do your its in own their dance own routine? dance routine? Oh yeah, the crowd is well. The crowd goes mad for the duo, cheering and applauding wildly. After a few minutes of this, the duo leads you back to center stage and lower your top <laughs> and bottom. So now you put my shirt back on, but you pulled down my pants. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why has this just become making Justin naked? I I don't know. I don't think we expected <laughs> him to be part of this. Show was me all along. <laughs> he convinced everyone he didn't want to be a part of it, and now there he is, starkers on stage. Is there any? Is there anyone in the crowd whose reaction you're specifically interested in? <laughs> um, Ben. Okay. Yeah. Should we call him out? <laughs> you want to call, call him out? Him? Call him onto the stage? I mean, I either know, <laughs> want to know what he thinks. I yeah. want to, I want to bring it. him bring him on. Yeah, bring him on. Ben, stop those luscious dance moves at once. And Troyan is on stage. The men <laughs> enter the stage to a loud applause from the crowd. The me- ben has his own retinue of dancers, it sounds like. <laughs> Unless Just Ben's nickname men. is The, the Men. men. Yeah, Ben the Men Cowan, they call ben him. Ben the Men. <laughs> Here comes the Men. Do we want to see what he does? Yeah, absolutely. You might just want to hit go. Allison and Lee turn to face the rest of the men on stage, including <laughs> your boyfriend. This is Justin. actually directed at the audience, <laughs> the listening audience. Justin raises his arms high, clapping enthusiastically as you join him on stage. <laughs> I'm doing the most seductive move, clapping my arms enthusiastically above, above my head. Above your head? <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just so happy for him. He's really letting it go, letting it all go. He's he's living in the moment, Justin is. Allison, I, I think the uh, the attention's being taken away from our brilliance. I think you should um, I mean, do something here. Say something well, to you, her. You invited Ben on the stage. What do you expect? Well, I think we need to do something with Ben. Okay, yeah. This is how they determine the best paper award winner. Allison invites Ben to join in the grand finale dance number with her and Lee. Who who wants to do Ben? <laughs> Lee, do you have it in you? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try that again. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of, co- of course. Of course. Of course. Ben says, course. clapping his hands together. Come on, let's show them what we've got. You and Ben join the twosome on the stage and they begin their dance number. Here we go. Finale is happening. 
I think I'm gonna do story and say like the dance number go like I want I wanted to like describe the dance more. Oh please! I hate that when I did story earlier, it put a period at the end of. I my know. Yeah, I'm hoping sentence. it won't do this. <laughs> Went a little something like this. Um, I said the dance number consists oh. of. The dance number consists of a lot of acrobatic moves and some very sensual moves, including. <laughs> Including a lot of grinding in a very public makeout session. <laughs> the crowd is cheering wildly, and you know you've created quite a scene. We've really unbuttoned these academics' buttons. <laughs> Literally, in, in at least my case. <laughs> yeah, they are loving it. You had one free drink before this, <laughs> and they are going insane. Yeah, one beer or cider, no wine or hard alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is great. Um, so how do we want to wrap it up? Also, who is the public makeout session? <laughs> I like that it left it vague. That you can imagine any any pairing or yeah. all four of us, or any any pair of echo dots. You can imagine any woman dressed as a dilly bar. <laughs> I think this is where you guys, as general chairs, have to say like, and the best paper award goes. Oh to yeah, go yes. for it. Yeah. And the best paper award goes to... I think it's time we gave out the awards. I see. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it, Allison says. I'm going to hit go. Uh, I like that Lee interrupted himself <laughs> to introduce the You know award. what? I think it's a good idea. Let's give out some awards. The women clap and cheer, and the crowd cheers even more when three different awards are given out. <laughs> Wait, so the women are cheering, but then the crowd, who oh, does yeah. not include women, right, are cheering we, even more. True. Yeah. Um, how do we get them? So what if you did... Uh, here, let me see if I can do this. And, oh. Oh. <laughs> and the best paper award goes to... The UI dancers! All of the Echo Dots, they all they wrote a paper together? Yeah, it was it Good was more of like them. an exploratory work. Uh, oh, it's kinda that like a was work the paper. Yeah, it's wow. yeah, it's a little experimental. But that, that was, was very cool. I mean, the innovators of the twenty first century. Am I right? Absolutely. That's why they call them that. That's Kui twenty twenty three. That's exactly how it's gonna go. So I if you want, it, yeah, you don't want to miss that. Come on. The only way to figure out who is involved in this makeout session is it's to go in your to, ticket. Yeah. Get a get a paper published. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, if the UI dancers don't be intimidated by the UI. Like, I mean, clearly, yeah, you would think if you're if you're gonna write a paper, now you know who's gonna get the best paper award. So why would you try that hard? But you never know. Yeah, they're not even professional academics or professional no, dancers. They're dance they're, well, yeah, they're, oh, yeah. They're just a bunch of randos. Yeah, it could be you. You could become part of the UI dancers, but only if you join 20, 2023. Just join the whole year. That is uh, Kui 2023, what we imagine it'll be like. If you're interested in uh, Kui 2022, um, you should probably check out. See a doctor. Maybe, you, yeah, you should probably check out. You should probably just go. Um, there actually is an online component this year, but if you're not an academic, I wouldn't really recommend it. It's, it's kind of overpriced for that. Uh, but if you are interested, you can go to conversationaluserinterfaces.org for more information about KUI, the Conversational User Interfaces Conference. Or maybe you're just interested in uh, what Lee Michael Harry Clark, Dr. Lee Dr. Michael, Harry, Michael Clark Harry Clark is up to. And if someone is interested in your... Uh, Life and times, Lee. How would they keep in keep keep in following with uh, all their Lee Clark needs? Well, as always, for your Lee Clark needs, lmhclark.com. 
the um, most professional website ever designed, or on Twitter at LMH Clark. Branding, baby. <laughs> and if you would if you would like to get in contact with us, you can do that by email at robots at backcamp.org, or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter. Um, oh, I, I appreciate these several people who have done the um, Some Nights intro quiz. Uh, that is mandatory. And if you listen to the podcast and you didn't do the quiz, you are um, not complying to the requirements of Robots on Typewriters listeners. It's very important. Just so just you know, Lee, I'm not even going to ask if you've heard the um, the Some Nights intro by Fun. It's very important, but I know you haven't, unless you have. Oh, I wouldn't There's no way. miss it for the world or have <laughs> not missed it for the world. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you, if you need to take that quiz, you can find it at our Twitter. Maybe I'll even pin the tweet so that it's there because we tweet so much that it, you know, you don't want it to get lost. But uh, <laughs> go back two whole tweets for <laughs> yeah. you. Um, but yeah, and also, oh, we've never said our, like, we, we haven't had the chance to say our theme song for the first time that it, in this spot, it's, it's, what do we call it again? Our theme song is Random Generation mm. by the Generative Acoustic Network. That's right. That's right. Yes. Random Generation by the Generative Acoustic I think I Acoustic intoned Network. it wrong, even though I came up with the name. <laughs> it's not Random Generation. It's Random Generation. Like, ah. You know, we, we uh, are the we Random, are the random generation. generation. Yeah. And so that, with that said, how, what's, let's see how this, this night closes out of, of Kui 2023. I just said, as the night draws to a close, you and your boyfriend invite everyone back to the hotel for drinks and snacks. The rest of the night is a raucous affair with lots of dancing and mingling. Oh, that sounds be... so fun. Anybody, I mean, if anybody have any else, anything else to say that's a little bit more interesting than, than GPT-3 could offer us? I, I can only hope that the actual Kui, uh, at least 2022 and hopefully 2023, also includes going back to the hotel for drinks and snacks and mingling. <laughs> Very nice. Um, I let GBT3 generate just a little more to okay. see if it would do anything, and it said, it's a shame that you'll have to leave so soon, but at least you had a great time. Beautiful. Aww. <laughs>